Welcome to the New Generation Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. Whether you're a regular or a first-time listener, we hope today's message fills you with hope and inspiration. NGC is a place where people can come together to grow in their faith, learn from one another, and support each other through life's challenges by living out the Word of God. We believe and share the love of Jesus in everything we do, and we're excited to bring that love to you through our podcast. Let's dive into today's message. We hope you He never lost the battle. Never lost the battle. Never lost the battle. He never lost the battle. He undefeated. He can't be stopped. Undefeated. Never lost the battle. I, I, never lost the battle. That's he's never, and he never will. And he never will. That you know what that that just touched me so much. I thought about some. I thought about. Pastor said you you're supposed to grieve before you preach. You prove yourself. And I sat there and I thought about my aunt just a while ago, and so. She didn't lose a battle to cancer because she served a God who never lost, never will. Even though she's not here, she won. She ran her course. She finished her race. So, 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 so we gotta stop looking at. Things that the world call losses and start looking at it through the lens of an undefeated God. So, 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 so. Anybody that lost anybody, they won. We ain't, we, 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 death didn't defeat them because we serve a God who's undefeated. And he's beaten death. He's never lost. So whatever, and he never will. So that means whatever tomorrow may bring, he lost. He lost. We win. I think I can walk out the door from there. He'll never lose a battle. He has never lost and he never will. That's a lot to think about. That's a lot to think about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all sit down. Y'all sit down. Y'all, y'all sit down. We gonna, I'm like other people. Sit down. Let me kiss my breath. Sit down. Let me kiss my breath. Undefeated. Undefeated. Mm. That's a lot. That's a lot to wrap your head around. It ain't but one person like that. Let me pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come right now just thanking you for this day, thanking you for this great opportunity to stand before your people, oh God. Father, I pray right now, Father, that you just use me, Father, mightily in a mighty way, Father. 
Remove anything that may be in me that is not of you, O God. Cleanse me from any unrighteousness, O God. Let me speak clearly to your people, O God. None of me, all of you, O God. Father, give us a word right now at this hour, at this time, that's going to help us with our continued fight with the enemy who's already defeated. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare and decree that we don't lose because you have never lost a battle. So, Father, we will pray that the word go forth today, that it be powerful, that it be clear, direct, and concise, and that people can use it and apply it to their life. Let your will be done, O oh God. Not our will, but your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Quickly. Key verse, Joshua 24. 14 through 15. Y'all stand up again. Now y'all stand up for the reading of God's word. Joshua 24. 14 through the 15 verse. You get that, you should find these words. It says, Joshua says, Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in the sincerity and truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. Verse 15. If it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves today whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served, which were beyond the river, are the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Slap three people and tell them, choose Team Jesus. Choose Team Jesus. Team Jesus. As you can see, it's no accident or no coincidence. Who is my team? If you can't tell by the colors, then you, I'll let you know. I am a Steelers fan. I got the hat. Got the jerseys and my name on the back. Got the shoes. I got the watch. I even go to a game every now and then. I had my wife sitting in the rain about a month ago with me. She loved me because she sat in the rain in Baltimore. And it rained the whole game with me. That's my wife. I love her. Oh, and her birthday tomorrow, so y'all tell her happy birthday. It's no accident. That's, 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 that's my team. I don't root for nobody else. I literally hate on everybody else. I want the Cowboys to lose. 
I want the Saints to lose. I want the 49ers to lose. The Eagles, whoever your team, I'm against them when they playing. Still. And even if they ain't playing, there's a couple of them I want to get six Super Bowls. Because the Steelers, that's all I'm holding on to. However, it don't matter how many jerseys I got, how many games I go to, how much paraphernalia I got, they will not let me play on their team. I can run out there on that field if I want to. I'm going to jail. Even though I say that's my team. I chose them. They did not choose me. My rights, privileges, and responsibilities don't go no farther than the ticket I buy, the shirt I wear, game I go to, or nothing like that. I got no, they don't even know my name. Mike Tumlin wouldn't know me from a can of paint, but I know him. I know all the other players on the team. I follow them. I keep up with them. And if I'm going to tell the truth, sometimes we might have a game on up there in the booth before we get out of here. Some of y'all have it on y'all phone too, so don't, don't act like that. But I'm, what I'm trying to tell you that's my team. I chose them. I chose to represent them. I want to be a part of everything they got going on. But they done lost a bunch of times. They've never been undefeated. But I still follow them. They're going to lose a bunch of more. But I'm still going to follow them. They haven't won the Super Bowl since. But I'm still going to follow them. Pastor gave us this series, sermon series, and I was I couldn't wait. When he said undefeated, I said, I didn't think I was going to do this, but I just knew it was going to be something that was going to be fun to teach. That's what I thought. However, when God went to dealing with me on this particular subject, it not, it's not necessary to fun because the word does two things. It cuts you. It causes you to think about your allegiance to certain things. It starts to make you put things in perspective. You start looking at things through a different lens. You start gazing it a little bit differently on how you felt about something. So for this morning, this particular topic is a, it's a, it's a good it's a good topic. You had a chance. Read all of Joshua was good. But this particular chapter is the last chapter in the book. Joshua has called in all the elders, church members of, he called them in and he's kind of giving them some, some instructions as well as some warnings uh, because he's nearing the end of his life. He dies at the end of this chapter. He, it talks about after, that, he died, that he dies. But before that, he know the people he's dealing with and how wishy-washy they could be at times. He's giving them some instructions. The whole part of this 
undefeated series is to encourage us believers to put our trust and our faith in an undefeated God. That's the same thing Joshua was doing. I only got about four points that I want to hit on today. And one of the things I want to focus on and encourage us is is to it's for us to get in position. Um, that was kind of the marching order that we talked about. Everybody has a role to play. Each and every one of us, God has called each and every one of us to do something. There's a role, there's a position. Just like I got on our list, I can't play for them. If I choose Team Jesus, there's a role for me to play. All y'all are here, so that means all of you all are a part of Team Jesus. One thing about being on Team Jesus, there are no participation trophy. You know what a participation trophy is? That's something they came out with when you would play park ball. Everybody get a trophy. It don't matter what you did, everybody get one. One of my favorite players is named Jane Harrison. Jane Harrison said he broke his kids' participation trophies in half when they gave them to him. Gave them to him because he said they ain't play. So he broke them in half. He said I ain't did nothing to get them, so he broke them in half. Well, ain't no participation troubles in Team Jesus. It's something that God has called you to do. Ain't no bench warmers. Can't ride the pine on Team Jesus. You got to play your position. The first thing I want to talk about as it relates to this chapter, I mean this verse is, I want you to remember your past. That's what Joshua was telling them. Joshua the 24 verse chapter and 11 through 13. Put that on the screen from Joshua 24, 11 through 13. It says, you crossed the Jordan and came to Jericho and the citizens of Jericho fought against you and the Amorite and the Perizzite and the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Girgashite and the Habitite and the Jezbosite, all the mice. <laughs> Thus I gave them into your hand. Then I sent the hornet before you, and it drove out the two kings of the Amorites from before you, but not by your sword or your bow. He says, I gave you a land on which you had not labored, and cities which you have not built, and you have lived in them. You are eating of the vineyards and olive groves, which you did not plant. You see, Joshua wants the people to never forget that they owed everything to God. See, it's easy to see how that might happen. After all, the Israelite army had won battles after battle. After routing the army, routing the enemy from the field, it would be natural to start thinking we're something special. But that thought is always deadly. So Joshua knew that once the people took credit for their victories, they would soon turn away from the Lord altogether. You see, Ephesians, the second chapter in the first verse says, And you were dead in your trespasses and sins, which you formerly walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of power of the air, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. Among them we too, all formerly lived in the lust of our flesh, indulging in the de desires of the flesh, 
and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. But God, being rich in mercy, because of his great love, which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgression, made us alive together with Christ. So what you got to understand is, a lot of what keeps us from going back to something is that we have to be reminded sometimes of how bad things were. Um, um, we'll, we'll get comfortable in, in victories. A lot of us can, can count some victories that we know we've been through some battles and, and, and God brought us out of it. You know what I'm saying? And before you know it, we are almost feel as though we got this. And we forget from which whom our blessings flow, and we start back to lean on our own understanding and trusting what we think versus doing what the Word of God tells us to do. See, 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 the Scripture tells us that, Scripture said that I was dead. That's what the Scripture said. It said, it said that we were dead in our trespasses. That means that I wasn't losing the fight. That means I hadn't lost the fight. You understand? If you dead, it's over for you. I'm talking about dead outside of a relationship with Christ. It's over. So you're not losing. That's what we have to understand. When, 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 when we find ourselves tempted to go back in something that God has brought us out of, we are literally committing suicide because we have been free of that situation. So now we are on the other side. We're not losing no more. We have won. We undefeated. The only thing that puts us in the lost column is if we decide to, to go back. You see, Team Jesus is undefeated. He is infinity and over. You need to just start sometime when you almost, just think back to when you was on the other team. I don't know. Some of y'all might have been saved all your life. You ain't never done nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? You might have been on this side all the time. But just think back to when you was on the other team, when you experienced loss. See, 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 see. I've been, I'm, I'm, I'm young enough to be saved. I'm a new baby. I'm 14 years old, 15 years old in Christ. Now, my grandmama been teaching me the word all my life. But me doing it for myself, doing it, doing it on my own. But listen, come I'm 14, 15 years old. I'm a teenager. That's a baby. You know what I'm saying? So I still can remember the losses that I took prior to. And I'm not bragging. I'm going to tell you how, how good God is. We, in the 14, 15 years that we have been on this side, we lost nothing. Absolutely nothing. Every job we supposed to have, we get. Every time we get on a job, we get promoted. Every, I'm so, and this, this is the good thing about it. it. It's not just me and my wife. The children bless. Every time I think they about to be tripped up, they get blessed. You cannot lose on this side. Just think back before. Think back. I ain't never been on this side where I couldn't pay my bills. Lights got cut off before I got on this side. I'm, t I'm telling you like a TIE. Never. Card notes was, was, was 
scripts, the all type of issues. All type of issues. Never lost. Remember the past. That's number one. Remember the past. Remember your past. Number two, you need to fear the Lord. Joshua 24 and 14 says, Now therefore, fear the Lord. See, when we think about the fear of the Lord, many people get the idea of cringing or in terror. The biblical concept is much broader than that. Fearing the Lord meaning having such a deep respect for God that we want to please him in all we do. It means giving God our undivided attention. That's what fear the Lord is. It means giving, the, giving God our undivided attention. They even said it like this in Psalms 8 or 6 and 11. Teach me your way, O Lord, and I will walk in your truth. He says, unite my heart to fear your name. See, Pastor already taught us what? That the heart of the matter is what? The heart, that the heart of the matter, that the heart is the matter. So what we have to, we have to ask God to, 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 to do something with this thing. Take it out, put it on the table. Cut it open. If you find anything in that and not you, Lord, please remove it. That's what helps us feel the Lord, having the right heart. Proverbs, the ninth chapter, the 10 says, Fear the Lord, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. See, this verse teaches us that the fear of God is foundational to godly wisdom. So I'm trying to get us on an undefeated team. We, 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 we are the church. We, we don't lose. You see, when we choose Team Jesus, we strive to have godly wisdom, meaning we see life from God's perspective and act accordingly. See, in um, 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 in football, I know football season over with. Dr. Cazier reminded me I might have to find something else to do, so that means he's going to take me to go play golf with him. And then I'm going to have something else to do. Then just walking around with my head down because football season is over with. However, in football, a quarterback can call, I mean, the uh, offense coordinator, somebody can call to play in. If you're a good quarterback, it don't matter what level you're on, high school, college, NFL, or whatever. If the quarterback sees that there is something that that play that the coach called that is not going to work, he has the opportunity to do what? Call an audible. There is no audibles on Team Jesus. You do not have the opportunity to read the word and then change the play. There is no audibles. You, you have to go by what the play says. You understand me? I don't care how good it may look like you can I'm gonna just, I'm gonna try this and think it, it it might work. I'm gonna put just a another dependent on my taxes. They say I get a little bit extra, huh? Got to be a good steward. Uh, 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 we 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 have to learn to be a good steward 
over. We cannot go. We have, we have, we have to, this word is an instruction manual. Everything we need to live is in this book. It teaches us how to treat each other. It teaches us how to treat uh, 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 God. It teaches us what uh, uh, we receive if we do. All of that. I, 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 I'm just going to let him come by. Um, he did send me some flowers on Valentine's Day, so I think it might be all right. Paul said it might be better to burn. Well, the words say, I didn't say it. I'm, looking at the, I'm not looking at nobody. They're trying to tell you how to be un, undefeated. One of the things I want you to understand about this, the Bible says that sin separates us. The Bible says that everybody has sinned and, and fell short. All I'm telling you is, if that we do everything in our power to stick to, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to stick to what the Word says, then we don't lose. So, we don't lose. Every time we deviate from that, it's a loss. It may look as though we got away with it. That ain't it. There's going to be some repercussions or some consequences. Some of them come later. Sometimes, I, I can't remember how many times I said, got him. Got him. Look back around. God, dog, I thought I got away with that. Let me tell you something now. On Team Jesus, the repercussions is just like that. Because if you're on Team Jesus, that means conviction hits you. That means you can't sleep at night when you cuss up under your breath at your coworker. Not it came out your mouth, but just, 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 when, just when you thought about it hard enough, you can't sleep. I, I ain't gonna, nah, I'm gonna do it. My wife said, but this is a testimony now. So yesterday, we was in the, the, the great state. We was in the great state of uh, turning on. And uh, fixed a lot of food. You care who eat. Jamil says, there was a lot of people over there eating. I ain't even all the folks. I was just cooking. Jamil said, yeah, somebody walked up and asked for, asked was we selling place? I said, what'd you tell them? I told them no. I said, did you give up? Did you get a plate? She said, no. I said, what? I said, all that food, you ain't let, let the girl get no plate? Nope. I did feel about it later, feel bad about it later when she walked out. I would say we could be entertaining angels unaware. You try to tell me I got a cooler full of chicken and fish still in my cooler right now that I need to fry. We try to tell folks no. She say she repented. But that's the point I'm trying to make, how quickly, you know what I'm saying, testimony, because we on Team Jesus. We trying to stay undefeated. We trying to scold for Jesus. That's a touchdown Jesus. We fed somebody who we didn't even intend to fed because we had more than enough. And because we had more than enough, we was able to get somebody better. If they act, they were hungry. Hallelujah. Sorry, wife. Be not conformed. 
Not only do we can, can, are we not allowed to cause audibles, we can't be conformed to this world. We can't do things in the way in which the world do them and think it's okay. We can't do the Bible say, be not conformed to this world. Be you what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind. So that you can do what? You can prove what's good in a self-able behavior. See, we, see the behavior that we, that we had, we was on the other team. We can get away with that when we was on the other team. Can't get away with that with Team Jesus. We trying to score. Every time we get the ball, we trying to score. Every time we touch it, six points. Be a goal, seven, we good. I got nine minutes left. Thirdly, what was the first point? Because I want to make sure y'all get this. Remember your past. What was the second point? Fear the Lord. Number three. Oh, you ain't devil. Be obedient. Joshua 24, 14b says, Serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods of your forefathers. Worship beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. You see, every area of our life must be surrendered to the Lordship of Christ. All faithfulness means there can be no hidden rooms that we reserve for ourselves. In particular, it means putting aside the false gods worshipped by the pagans. That was back then. Today, it could be money. It could be a job. It could be your people. There's so many, there's so much idols that we can worship and put before God to where it's ridiculous. Our kids are in a heck of a fight. And they so much have a, have a fight to where Adolf is two. And if you take, he knows everything that it is to know about his his iPad and stuff. And we the problem. Because we bought him about it. But the thing about it is, he can literally worship that. What I mean by worshiping that? He, he's willing to disobey what I say but to get that toy. That's worshiping that. I am his father. What I tell him, stop, put that up, that'll be enough. But he's willing to do this number right here and walk away and come the same way we are. We worshiping things. And we're willing to put that before God. It could be food. A chicken wing. Jesus. (laughs) Telling you. Got me in a chokehold. When you just got to eat some, but then just because it's a moat, in there, and you go back in there and get another one. No, you ain't hungry, but it's, it's always there. That's just me. I'm gonna say, I don't know what yours is. I don't know what it is that you put in such high regard. This could be relationships. A lot of times we have ungodly relationships. We have relationships that, and what I mean by that is it don't necessarily be the people. It be relationships that 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 keep us in a place that God don't want us in. Um, there's some people who only call you for one thing, to gossip. They won't go to church with you. 
They're going to they won't call you to encourage you. But they're going to call you with some mess. And you know it. Soon the phone, this ain't nothing but some mess. And you be sitting there like, you know what it is on the other end. And you'll see an answer. It's an ungodly relationship. We, we, we call to be, to be on Team Jesus. So what we need to do is, we need to be able to answer the phone call with, some, with, 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 a, with a good message for them to the point that, well, they don't even want to call. My, we'll call for, I don't get many phone calls. I get more phone calls from telemarketers than, than anything. I don't know how they get, get, get your number. But I don't have one. I got two, three friends. Two of them here. Because you lose some things sometimes. When you cut, when you cut, when you when, when you get on Team Jesus, you know what I'm saying. Some people, some people, some people want you to be the same person you used to be. They want you to be the, that, that version of you, and they don't like who God has made you. They don't like how your uniform looks now because you on Team Jesus. They want you to be broke, busted, and disgusted, and looking like you was looking when, so they can so they can have something in common with you instead of, instead of getting to the point that well. They're able to, because I believe all y'all use the opportunity to share Christ with y'all. See, I t- I voted because I said, about four, five people said, oh, oh, you are still a fan. They immediately recognized me. How do people know who you are in Christ? How do people know you're team Jesus? How do they recognize you when you leave out of here? Because all y'all look good on Sunday. Everybody dressed up, but when you got your work boots on, and do they know you on team Jesus? You ain't got a shirt on that readily identified. You don't got a hat. There's plenty of stuff. I love that too. I got butt guard sweaters. What would Jesus do? All that. We wear all that type of stuff too. But that's not all that it takes in order for people to know who team we on. See, James, the first, James 1 and 22 through 25 say, but prove yourselves doers of the word and not just hearers of the word not just hear, not just hearers who deceive themselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks at his natural face in the mirror. For once and has looked at himself and gone away, he has immediately went, forgotten what kind of person he was. But one who has looked intently at the perfect law, the law of freedom, and has continued in it. Not having become a forgetful hearer, but an active doer, this person will be blessed in what he does. You see, being on Team Jesus requires us to put aside our ways, our traditions, our customs, and be not only hearers of the word, but doers of the word. We, we got to live it. I appreciate you, bro. We got to live it. We got to live it. We got to walk in it. And because we undefeated, we ought to step. We ought to stomp with it. We, and when we walk in the room, everybody ought to know. Just like you know what I got on, you ought to know who I represent when I walk in the room. Automatic, the lights should start flickering and carrying on up and up. Everywhere you go, you take the power of the Holy Spirit with you. You mean you more than conquerors. Elder P told us that we, we more than conquerors. If we more than conquerors, walk like it. Talk like it. Christians can't be standing around their head down with stuff going on that's not a him. We got to speak to it. If we don't speak to it, ain't nothing going to speak to it. 
we try to score. Every time we touch the ball, we want to score. Six points. Kick the extra point. Seven. Every time. Every time. That's how we score. Number four. My last one. Get in the game. Get in the game. Joshua says in verse 15, but as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. You see, this is a public choice and a personal choice. He said, but as for me, he means I don't care what the rest of you do. <laughs> I don't care. Lord, no, I remember. Ooh, I remember. If I'm lying, don't take toy, tell him, tell him. I remember when, 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 when the Holy Spirit got hold of me up in him and said that you got to give up everything. Folks ain't seen me. I don't know how long it was before I went back to anywhere I went other than up in him. I, I tell the story all the time. I was up here so much they gave me a key because I didn't want to. I didn't want to be nowhere else. I didn't want to miss nothing. And I didn't want to go back. to. I wasn't strong enough to go back to some of the other places. So when I come up here, it don't be nobody but me. I'll be walking around here by myself, laying on the floor, talking to God. Somebody come up, what you doing here? Well, I ain't had nowhere else to go. Cheering at school, wife at work. Uh, I'm being schooled. I, got, I came up here to do something. See, you got to understand. When you when serving the Lord requires you to give up some things. Sometimes it's the things that you think you need the most. If it's not God. If it's not God, it ain't right. That's the only thing you need. Me and Jamil say this to each other in love and affection. Maybe if you go left, I'm praying for you, but I ain't going with you. I want to tell. She get to the point to say she don't want me no more. Thank you. That means God got somebody else. That's tough to hear. But at the end of the day, you're going to be all right. It ain't going to happen. You good. But that's the mindset. Because my, because God, God gave it to me right in here. You understand me? God gave it to me. Y'all, some of y'all was here. So the, so, so the thing about it is, if, if God gave it to me, and, 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 and she don't want her, I don't want her, that means God got something else. Y'all better get rid of you, Sometimes, we, I just said, we hold on to some things that we, we make ungodly covenants with people who, who God ain't had us no contention in being with. And we hold on to it to save face and keep them looking like or being lonely. The clock says zero, 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 zero. Um, this is it. Galatians 5 and 13 says, For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters, only to not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh. Ooh, that's good. I'm going to say that again. He said, You were called to freedom, brothers and sisters, only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but serve one another through love. See, in order to be on Team Jesus, you got to be willing to serve somebody else. You got to be able to serve somebody else. There's no bitch riders on Team Jesus. We all have a position to play. 
See, the decision to follow Jesus and serve God, it begins in the heart. It must eventually come out your mouth. This is what Joshua declared. He said, from his own mouth, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You must do the same. If you look at salvation and see what, notice what Romans, the 10th chapter, the 9th verse, it says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I just came to encourage somebody today that if you want to be on team Jesus, you have to be willing to serve somebody else. That's the biggest thing. That's what we call as the church, to go ye therefore out there and make disciples. Amen? You want to be on team Jesus? You want to get a t-shirt? You want to get jersey? We don't have none of that. All we have is, is eternity. Thank you for joining us today here on the New Generation Church Podcast. If you have any questions regarding your faith in Jesus Christ, please visit our website at www.newgc.org forward slash following hyphen Jesus. Be sure to watch on YouTube or subscribe to listen on iTunes, Podcast, or Spotify. For additional information on New Generation Church, please visit our website at www.newgc.org. If you would like to give to this ministry, please text the word GIVE to 251-278-2225. Again, that number is 251-278-2225. Or you can mail your gift to 1350 Cody Road North, Mobile, Alabama 36608. Again, thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you real good is our prayer.